So here we are in a situation that nobody could have imagined a few months ago. I mean, I had such huge plans for 2020. I was sure it would be an awesome year. And I still think it will be, but everything feels different right now. What will happen to the economy? Will my parents be safe, my friends? Will I be able to make a living doing what I do when yoga teachers and studios are suffering because they had to close down? It's scary, you guys. But as you know, what helps is meditation, journaling and yoga. Really, it's what keeps me sane these days. I'm in Germany, I'm staying with my mother and my aunt this month and because my mother has a serious precondition and the coronavirus would be deadly for her, I'm extra careful and not going anywhere at the moment beside to the supermarket and walking the dog. So thank God for the dog and the cute little park we have behind the house. But yeah, I'm digressing. Yoga and meditation, we all need it right now. So, so much. So when you're not able to teach in the studio right now, this could be the kick in the butt you needed to start teaching yoga online. And in this episode, I'm sharing my best tips and resources for you to do just that. So stay tuned. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Bliss Podcast. I'm your host, Susanne Reicher, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. The first thing you have to do when you want to teach yoga live online is to make a plan. And I'm not only saying this because I love making a plan. You really need to decide on a few things and get prepared. You can't just send out an email and hop on Facebook and start teaching. Well, of course you can do that and actually it might turn out great, who knows. But really it's going to be much easier when you're prepared. You only have one chance to make a good impression here. If your live stream sucks, for example because the sound is terrible, your students are not going to come back and give it another try. The good news is there's really no reason to be afraid. I know it looks overwhelming at first and like where do you even start and what do you need, but tons of yoga teachers are doing it already, teaching yoga on the internet and I promise you can do it too. You got this. I'm going to break it all down for you in 10 steps. 10 steps you need to take to make a bigger impact and support your students digitally. Are you ready? So let's dive in. Step number one, decide if you want to offer a class for more people or private classes to just one person. You can either teach a class that's available to all your students and here the great news is that you actually have unlimited space, unlike in a small yoga studio, so you can get as many students to join your class as possible. It won't be the same kind of energy as in a real-life class, but getting people together online in real time, it's awesome in a whole different way. 
Still awesome, I promise. It's really a great feeling. Or maybe you are already doing private classes and now you want to do them online. You can offer live online classes for your one-on-one -on -one students where you teach just them. When they have a computer or phone with a camera, you can see them and you can chat face-to-face. -face. Both is possible, but you need to know what you want to offer because this will be important to know later on when it comes to deciding on your platform. Step number two is to decide if you want to get paid. You have three options here. Number one, offer your class for free. Number two, ask for a donation. Or number three, charge your students for the class. Offering the class for free is the easiest option because you don't have to fiddle around with getting paid, set up a sales page, making sure that only paying students have access to your live class and all that. But of course, you also need to earn money. And if you start offering all your online classes for free, this isn't going to help you pay the rent while your studio is closed and you don't earn money from your regular classes. So option number two is to ask for a donation. This is also easy to set up. I recommend paypal.me for this. Go to paypal.me, that's paypal.me, and set up an account and then you have a link that you can share with your students and they can enter whatever amount they choose. You can share this link with them before and after the class and you don't need to track who paid and all that, so it's easier to set up than fix payments. Offering a donation-based class is a great option if you have a very strong community, if your students are really invested in your studio and want to support you. Option number three is asking your students to pay for the class. You can easily set this up if you use a platform like Namastream, for example. If you want to use a free tool like Facebook Live, it's a bit more tricky because you have to find a way to make sure that only students who paid find their way to your live stream. If you go live on your public Facebook page, everybody will be able to see your live stream. So this is not really perfect for that. If it's a one-off, you can create a private Facebook group and only accept students into the group after they paid. You can then go live at the announced day and time in the group and also the replay will be automatically available for every member of the group. You could also offer subscription, for example, a weekly live class and other replays for $20 for a month. And then you do your live streams in that group all month long. Or you create a new group for every class, but actually I'm not sure if I would recommend this because it seems a bit of a hassle. If you decide to offer regular live online classes and you have a significant number of students joining, I recommend that you check out Namastream or something similar and I'll add the link to the show notes. To get paid, you have a lot of options. If you use WordPress, you can use the free event calendar plugin to set up events on your website, like your live stream class, and add the ticketing plugin to sell tickets. Or you can set up a shop, for example, with WooCommerce and Stripe and PayPal payments. Stripe is a tool that allows you to accept credit card payments and it's free to sign up. When you have a Squarespace or Wix website, you can also set up a shop to accept payments or you simply add a PayPal button that you get on your PayPal page. 
In any case, what you need to do is to sign up for a PayPal business account and or a Stripe account so you can get paid. They are both free to sign up. They earn their money by getting a commission for every payment. This is annoying, but there's unfortunately nothing you can do about that. It's the cost of earning money online. You just need to live with that. And if you want to sell private classes, you can also set this up with your booking software like MindBuddy or Acuity or Calendly and get paid through them. Both Acuity and Calendly integrate with Zoom and are super easy to use and manage multiple times of events. You can easily integrate your booking calendar with the times when you are available on your website and then your students can book their slots, pay and get a confirmation with all the details without you needing to do anything. So... You know what kind of class you want to offer and if you want to get paid or not. Next, you need to decide on your streaming platform, which is step number three. My favorite platform for coaching calls or Q&A sessions is Zoom and it's what I would recommend for private online classes. You can easily create live classes and share the link with your students. The basic $15 a month account can handle up to 100 students at a time. It also records your sessions automatically and it has a filter to make you look better on camera. Okay, that's optional, but I have to admit I kind of like it, especially when I have calls early in the morning. Just don't tell anyone, okay? For a free live online class, you can use Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Facebook Live is free, it's super easy to go live, and you can restrict access by going live in a private Facebook group, so only members of that group will see your class. But your students need to be on Facebook, and if a significant number of your students isn't using Facebook, this might be a problem. Another option is YouTube Live. To go live on YouTube, you need to have a YouTube channel and you need to activate your YouTube channel for going live, which can take up to 24 hours. So you need to do this in advance. You can restrict access by going live with an unlisted video so only people who have the link can watch. You can also use premium platforms like Namastream, FitGrid, with, which integrates Zoom with MindBuddy if you use that, or StreamYard, which gives you the option to stream to both Facebook and YouTube at the same time. To sum it up, I would use Zoom for private online classes and Facebook or YouTube for group classes, and here I would decide on the platform that your students are using most. So let's move on to step number four, get your equipment. This is what really stops people, getting the right equipment to film yoga videos. Thankfully, it's never been easier and there's a good chance you already have everything you need to stream live yoga classes. First, you need either a computer with a webcam and the Chrome browser. I use the MacBook Pro and Facebook Live doesn't work with the Safari browser, only with Chrome. Or you can use either your iPhone or Android phone that you put on a tripod. In theory, you could also put it on a chair or table, but really this is just asking for an accident to happen and it will be a pain to set up. Invest in a tripod, they are not expensive, you can get one for around 50 bucks or cheaper and it will last you a lifetime. It can also help you uh, make selfies that you can use for your website for example. 
So that's your camera, your computer or your phone with the ability to stream to your chosen platform. Next, you have audio. Audio is super important because your students will listen more to your voice than watch you when they practice. Using the internal microphone from your computer or phone isn't going to cut it. It's not loud enough and when you move around, it won't be stable. So really don't go there. You either need to invest in a headset with a device that sends the audio to your computer or, and this is the easiest option and it's super amazing, use the Apple AirPods or any other brand of an in-ear headset. The Apple AirPods connect to your computer and phone perfectly. You can move around wearing them and the sound is good. It's not as great as a real microphone like the Blue Yeti, what I use to record this podcast, but with this I can't move around. So the Apple AirPods are really what I recommend. You also need good lighting, but I'll talk more about that next in step number five, which is to set up your filming location. The great news is for live streaming, you don't need the perfect studio setup. It's live. It should feel real, not super polished. It's okay when there's your living room in the background or some stuff. I recommend that you prepare your setup, where to put the mat, your background, the camera, lighting and sound a day in advance. Tape out a safe area perimeter for you to move around in without going out of frame. So if you're doing a movement video, you want to make sure you position the camera so you are able to capture your entire body. If you only have a small space and find it difficult to move the camera far enough away to catch you completely, you can buy a wide-angle lens for your iPhone or Android phone and use that for filming. This will help you if you have a small space. Simply search for wide-angle camera lens for iPhone on Amazon or Google. They're not expensive and it will make a big difference. So what else? Clean up the clutter and remove any excess stuff that you might have in the background that looks messy. Natural light is best, but take care that you don't have a big window behind you and no other light, because then you will be really dark. It's best if the window is behind the camera or on the side that can also work. And you can also invest in a ring light or some softbox lights like professional photographers use. They are actually not as expensive as you might think and will make a big difference for the quality of your videos. They also can be packed away easily when you don't need them. Okay, so this is your setup. Next, you need to tell your students about the event. And for this, you need a website and to create an event page. This is step number six. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. It can be a simple landing page with your logo and name. Make sure to give all the information your students need, like when and where the class will be, what's the price or if it's free or donation-based, how they can pay, if they get a replay, what the class will be like and how long. So you could create a landing page in MailChimp or ConvertKit and send a PayPal link in your confirmation email if someone signed up. And only after you got their payment, you send them the access details, for example, to your private Facebook group. So not really different than, let's say, a landing page for a freebie, only that instead of a freebie, you send them a payment link or the details for your class. 
So you have your event page. Next, you need to tell your students about it. This is step number seven. Tell your students about your online class. Promote it. Send an email to your newsletter subscribers. Share it on social media repeatedly, not only once, and get your people excited about joining. Here, how you feel about the class will make the biggest difference. If you're excited about offering it, your students will be too. If you feel fearful and shy or like apologizing that it's just online, it won't generate a lot of excitement and this will show up in your numbers. I learned this in my business. Being in alignment, it's everything. You need to believe in your offer and in what you're doing. And this will be what gets people to join you or to buy. Not the number of features you're offering or the cheap price of a class. It's your attitude. To help with that, step number eight is really important, which is to test everything. Record a one to two minute test video to see what the space looks like and how the lighting is working. So in Facebook, you could, for example, set up a Facebook group just for testing reasons, where just you are a member and you go live in your test group and test everything. Note that you'll get different types of light depending on the weather and time of day. So try to work that in. And this allows you to feel more calm before your class and to focus on what you want to teach and not the technical setup. And don't leave your test to the last minute. If possible, do it the day before when you set up your location and everything. And also, here's an extra tip. Document your setup so it will take less time to set everything up the next time. For example, take pictures of where you put your mat, your computer or phone and the lights. This way, it will only take you a minute to set everything up the next time. Because like with everything, Practice makes perfect. Going live, teaching online, it might feel super uncomfortable right now, but it will get easier and easier the more often you do it. And then when you tested everything, it's time for step number nine to get out there and teach your class. Woo, so exciting. It's super helpful if you have a friend there who can test that everything's working and give you feedback. So if possible, ask someone else to support you. Also online, they can just watch you online and give you feedback. Maybe you can partner up with another yoga teacher and you each support each other's online class. One last thing, I recommend that you don't use music in your class. It's a bit more distracting for your students than in a normal real-life yoga class. But the main issue is copyrights. And if Facebook Live or YouTube think that you are using music that you don't have the rights to use, they won't play your video. And you definitely don't want that to happen. So it's best not to use music at all. That's really the safest option. And the final step, step number 10, is to send out a recording. When you go live on Facebook, Facebook will automatically save your video and people can watch it after you've been live. You can also download the video and repurpose it. For example, put it on YouTube as an unlisted video and then share that link. When you use Zoom, you can also save a recording and share that with your students, either by dropping the file into Dropbox or Google Drive or uploading it to YouTube as an unlisted video and sharing that link. And that's it. 
10 Steps to Teach Yoga Online. I hope that this helped you clear things up. I really would love you to get started with this, make a bigger impact, support your students in these crazy times, and also continue making an income so you can pay your rent. I hope I could show you that teaching online doesn't have to be complicated. Okay, check out all the links to the resources I mentioned in the show notes or go to my website susannereicher.com. I also have a PDF guide for you with all my best tech tips and resources, how to teach yoga online, and you can get it for free if you go to susannereicher.com slash teach yoga online. That's susannereicher.com forward slash teach yoga online in one word. And that's it for today. I hope this episode was so helpful for you. Until next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannereicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.